Ahoy! Welcome to Bottom of the Stream, Season 2, Episode 23. Yes. Wow. Two more left after this season, this episode, and that will bring us to the end of our second season. Where has the time gone? <laughs> I don't know. It's crazy. We've been going nearly a year. Oh, yes. That's mad. Yeah, that is, that's that a, is absolutely a mad. Cool achievement. Yeah. Well, I'm really managed, proud of us. Managed to put something out every week. Yeah, definitely. Not missed a single week so far. Touch wood. I am touching wood. Me too. Sorry, that's too much information. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to start. <laughs> Talking of birthdays, it was Grief Burrito's birthday last week, so give them a bit of a shout out and say happy birthday to those boys. Many happy returns. Congratulations on your one year of podcasting. You look terrible for one. But, <laughs> <laughs> but sound awesome. Yeah. Um, as we start, I'll run through the social medias. Twitter. Follow us on Twitter, B-O-T-S underscore podcast. Follow us on Instagram, that's the same, B-O-T-S underscore podcast. Facebook.com slash bottom of the stream. And the website is www.bottomofthestream.com, where you'll find every episode we've ever recorded and both season stream tables. And you can also follow us now on Patreon, uh, which is patreon.com slash bottom of the stream, where you can help support the show by giving us a little bit of money each month. And we will make things better and send you some merch and some shout outs and shit if you can't do that then leave us a review on podchaser or on apple podcasts yes i thought you were going to cough no good (laughs) well held did you inhale it i inhaled my cough you're now internally coughing we should probably say i'm nick i was just going to say at the beginning (laughs) at the end of that we sounded really professional and then you stopped and thought i was going to cough and we didn't then you did the coughing (laughs) pre-coughing pose uh, this is Nick, I'm Adam, and we, we are your hosts who go through the shit films every week and see if they're any good. Hey, they're not always shit. They're not always shit. Some of them are good. The last few weeks we've had some success. We are navigating this boat down the stream of Netflix. Absolutely are indeed. How have you been this week? Good. Very good. Good. I'm glad to hear um, it. It might snow though. It did snow yesterday. Yeah, it did a little bit. I might, was driving home more. from work. It was like being in Star Wars. Was it? it was ridiculous. It was <laughs> like, couldn't see where I was going. Well, proper snowing but no, yeah apparently it's going to snow tonight oh so. exciting mm, no it's not exciting i've got to drive to work Stressful. tomorrow morning well me too uh, being an adult out. you realize you're an adult when you realize you don't like snow anymore that's <laughs> that's what adulting is snow at the weekend's fine yeah snow at the weekend's fine we'll, um, we'll come around another snowball fight if we have if oh, we let's can. do it yeah. i'll come to yours you've got kids it'll yeah, be, all right. be a bit weird if you came here and me and you just had one <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe i'll come to yours we'll have a snowball fight um have you watched anything at the top of the stream i have finished lock and key have you? Thoughts? Yep. Uh, on the whole, uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah? Like, not, like, uh, it still never completely hooked me all the way through, but I did want to see it through to the end, and um, I thought the second half of it was a lot stronger than the first yeah, half. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I thought the last episode was a bit heavy-handed, like the, shall I say twist? Is it a twist? The reveal for yeah. the last 10 minutes. But I, it was fine. I, yeah, I, I'm like, I'm, I'm intrigued. To I see really enjoyed it. I'm looking. It it's been back. renewed, so I'm looking forward yeah. to watching the next season of that. I almost feel like they were holding back a bit with some of the keys. Like, yeah. there's a lot more they could have done with. I them. said to my brother yesterday, if they really let that go and really run with it, it could be a really, really good show. Sure. Like, because you've got potential to do anything. There. Yeah. Yeah. They, 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 you're right they did seem to hold back on it and i think maybe it's because you're introducing your world in your first season yeah i think so your characters so just go batshit crazy with it in the next one anything else I, i'm asking you because i didn't i haven't really watched anything this week i've had a i i did watch something week. else a bit weird oh okay so <laughs> there's some really odd stuff on netflix that you just never would think <laughs> couldn't agree more and, you, or, and i can't even remember how i spotted this but do you, now i remember like when i was 
I don't know, teenage year, whatever. You, you know, you're scrolling through like satellite TV. Well, yes, you used to have satellite TV. Yeah. And after a certain time, either in the early hours of the morning or late at night, when some of those channels finished uh, You're going to tell me you found Euro trash on Netflix. No, no, no. <laughs> they finished broadcasting. And Richie Diaries? No. To the Fireplace. What's the Fireplace? The Fireplace channel. What's that? So it's just a fireplace burning wood. Like a screensaver? Yeah. That's on Netflix. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Is it really? Yep. In fact, there's more than one. There's three seasons of it. What are you talking about? So, you lost your mind. Fireplace for your home. Oh, he's showing it me on the screen. Oh, you can watch it on Netflix. Play it. I want to see what it does. So it uh, just fills your screen with a fireplace. Yeah, but this is the Birchwood edition. <laughs> Do you want to read that? Should I tell you the synopsis? Yes, please. For the first time in 4K Ultra HD, everyone's favourite Yuletide fireplace snaps and crackles in crystal clear, high def holiday warmth. So it's a Christmas thing. Oh, that's quite therapeutic, actually. Can you hear the fire? I can hear the fire. It's, it's, that's it. It's, just, it's rated all, so suitable for all. That's good to know. So Santa's not going to fall down the chimney and burn his ass. No, it? well, you know, so if you want to recreate... Why is it a Christmas thing? Well, I don't think... I, well, I don't know if it is specifically. <laughs> it says it in that description. You've got classic edition <laughs> as well. I love a classic fire. I don't like these modern fires. And then, the, to say the original uh, season, it's got three separate episodes... Three episodes. How long are the episodes? Uh, one hour each. <laughs> this is this, this feels like some sort of fever dream. How weird. So the episodes in season one are... Episode one is the crackling Yule Log fireplace. <laughs> uh, this edition inc- includes a crackling Yule Log set to holiday favourites such as Joy to the World and We Wish You a Merry Christmas. Oh, no. Episode two is just crackling fireplace. So it's the same thing without the Christmas tunes. Because <laughs> it's not Christmas. Episode three is uh, the fireplace again with non-Christmas music, um, different mu- different music, but not Christmas music, it, and a tasteful accompaniment of music to set the right ambiance. Exciting. So you know Netflix and chill, put the fireplace on. <laughs> wow, there you go. I'm, I'm amazed that that's on there. Hey, yes. on your new TV, that'd look lovely. It would look lovely on my new TV. I might go downstairs and try it. In a yeah, bit. <laughs> we'll do that. We'll do it after we've So yeah, I, d- I didn't sit and watch it, but I did. I noticed it was there, and I thought that's really weird. That is I so weird. To mention that that is really weird. I will we'll review one next week. <laughs> Just watch it for an hour and see what you thought. Don't don't. I mean, if anyone <laughs> suggests that that goes on the list, I am vetoing. I'm not sitting and watching a fireplace. Maybe for we'll an do hour. a mini episode of that for our Patreons. <laughs> what would that's the, the twist sort of quality be at the end? Content you get on your Patreon. I don't. Um, do you think it just goes on and on, or does it, does it fade out, or does it, do you think does it actually burn out? What if it's a loop, or if it's a whole fire for an hour? Yeah. Or does it just loop after like ten minutes? Or you're gonna have to watch it. And let me know. No, <laughs> please. I'm not watching it. <laughs> have you watched any actual content on Netflix this week? Uh, no, just like no. Lock and key? no. No, no, I haven't. No, because I haven't watched. We've been a bit all. out of sync, haven't we? So again, because yeah. we had a long, we recorded late last week. We yeah. were recording quite early this week, so it's only actually four days, what five days? Since five days since we last recorded. Yeah, so, so we're not a chance. That's pretty much it. I'm me. lying. I watched Better Call Saul. Oh yeah, the, yeah. They they released it really weirdly. So the season, as you said last week, the season started in America, but yeah. it goes weekly, so it has to come weekly over here. But they released episode one on Monday, episode two on Tuesday. And then from now on, they're going to be every Tuesday. I, I just kind of presumed that it... I did I, notice I, that. I just presumed it was on two consecutive nights and Either that or and, it was a double episode in the yeah. States and they didn't want to do that. Either. I'm not sure, but I watched the first one, but I haven't watched the second one yet. Good. But yeah, it was good. I still need to finish. I think I'm halfway through the season before, so I need to finish that first. I like the, the story they're telling in black and white at the beginning of every episode. So the, really the, exciting. The, 
present day present day story. Goodman. So the yeah. post that so goes breaking on, bad stuff. That goes on for a lot longer in this first episode oh, than right, it okay. ever has done before. Oh, that's interesting. Probably like fifteen minutes of the episode. Other than that, I've not really watched a lot nice. this week. I've had a, a busy week, a weird week. Been out <laughs> a few times. Yeah. Good. I've got a little bit of Netflix news. Go for it. Um, the movies that made us. Oh yeah, has been renewed for season two. Oh, today. Brilliant! I love they that show. It today, uh, they haven't announced what films are coming, but they just said today that they've received a renewal notice from Excellent. Netflix. So that's quite exciting. Good. Um, that's the only thing I've seen. Nice. So it's pretty quiet on Netflix. That's good news. I really like that show. Netflix at the minute. Yeah, it was really good. I don't think I ended up watching them all. I think I only watched two. Yeah, well, I watched through. them all in the end. Did you? It was good. Yeah, very good. We have talked about it before. Yeah. I can't remember what episode, so you'll have to go and find out. How you say. No, I have no idea. Probably when, just when it came out the first time. We need like a archivist. We do. Does anybody want to be our bottom of the stream historian? We can put all this stuff together. What do they call it? Captain's log. Somebody yeah. needs to make a captain's log. Uh, anything else? I've got a game. Yes. We've not done one of these for ages. Oh, it's been a little while. Missed your games. So I, I have put something together. Okay, cool. So this week we are watching The Super. Yep. Um. And because it's a film about superheroes, um, <laughs> I've got a game about superheroes. It's a film about superheroes. It is? It's not. I watched a film about superheroes. <laughs> no, you've watched the wrong film. <laughs> One of us has watched the wrong film. <laughs> I watched The Super. with it, It's got um, Rain Wilson and Ellen Page. Yeah, you watched the wrong film. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know you didn't. You watched the one with Val Kilmer. Yeah, I did. Sorry. I, I just <laughs> that would be funny, how, though, if we did that one. How much I could scare you. It'd be amazing to we'd talk about a film, but we're both talking about different films. That would be quite really funny. funny. We might make actually make some sense <laughs> after the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Well, anyway, anyway, I've got a quiz about superheroes. That's fine. So, <laughs> the film is called The Super. It is. So that's what we're going to do. It's called The Super. And there's no superheroes in it. It's yeah. So bottom of the stream instantly. I have got five. Uh, I am putting in inverted commas superheroes. Okay. They're not all real. Right. I want to. I want you to tell me. Superhero or Super Zero. Nice. Okay. Yep. Easy. Usual rules apply. So let's go first with Furball. Furball? Yeah. As in what a cat throws up. Yeah. And uh, Furball's superpower is to cough up balls of matted hair and projectiles spit them at their enemy. I don't think that's real. Really? Yeah. You're correct. <laughs> oh, I thought I'd get you with have that you, one. Have you been have you been making these up while sitting with your cats? Uh, I did, I made that one up uh, earlier this afternoon. <laughs> I, I don't think I was a cat in the vicinity. I may have been driving. <laughs> anyway. That says more about you than it should. <laughs> what, what nil to you? Well done. It's a good name for a superhero, though. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure I, I about thought, the superpower, yeah. but the superhero name's quite good. Isn't uh, it the name of the cat in Pets? I don't know. I think it might be. Okay. Good, good start for you. Uh, next one is Hindsight Lad. <laughs> Hindsight Lad? Yeah. No, I'm not having that. Hindsight's a good name for a superhero, but Hindsight Lad sounds ridiculous. No, false. I'm afraid it is true. Really? He is a Marvel superhero. Really? His power... Hindsight Lad. Yeah. His power to point out the errors and decisions of his teammates post their superhero <laughs> mission. like a... Yeah, he sounds like a proper wanker. Yeah, hindsight is a much better name than hindsight lad. Yeah, I presume he is an old, like golden age. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a terrible name, isn't it? Terrible name. One all right. (laughs) Okay. Um. (laughs) Next, we will go with arm fall off boy. (laughs) (laughs) Wow! Really? Yeah. Um. 
Do you want to know his superhero yes, talent? Um, so he's got detachable limbs. Yeah. And he uses them as weapons. I can see that being real. So, like, arm fall off boy is going to beat you with his arm. Because his arm's falling off. Yeah. Or his leg. I don't know why that's really making me laugh. <laughs> it's a terrible name. Yes, yeah, real. It is real. Arm he fall can't off use his boy. leg. His arms fall off, not his legs. Or does he hold... All his limbs are detachable. So he's not just arm fall off boy. No. Limb fall off boy. Yeah. But he's, he's called arm fall off boy. Yep. He's real. Yep. Shit name. So DC Comics. Uh, it had to be DC, didn't it? Uh, okay, yeah. Two one to you. Arm fall off. It's <laughs> really made me chuckle. Uh, okay. Um, how many is that? Three. Right, next yep. one. Captain Velvet. So <laughs> his skin is made of velvet and his superhero... Well, that is his superhero power. He can soften the blow, absorb punishment. He can save people by softening the fall. Bullshit. Captain no, Velvet. No way. That's just that's who you think you are. <laughs> that's your superhero name. That's your superhero alter ego. I've seen that, Jack. <laughs> You're right. And do you know what? <laughs> I, the reason I came up with that is because on a night out last week, someone called me Captain Velvet. Really? Because <laughs> you had I your was really insulted. No, I had a velvet jumper on. <laughs> did, you, did you get really offended? Uh, yeah, a little bit. You love velvet, though. Yeah. I think it's a great name for you. I think you need to own it and Captain embrace velvet. it. Captain Velvet. Captain Velvet. I'm going to change my business cards. I'm going to change the name of the I haven't podcast. got any business cards. But on the stream of Adam and Captain Velvet. <laughs> That's well sticking. I'm sorry. I'm, okay. using, I'm putting that on Twitter. Well, that's 3-1 to you. I have one. Yeah, well, I've got one more. Go on. Should we do it just for fun? I'm quite good at your games. Uh, dog Welder. <laughs> now, let me guess what Dog Welder's superpower is. Yeah. Does Dog Welder weld dogs together? Or is he a dog that can do welding? Oh, what do you think? I think he's a man, an evil genius that can weld dogs into super dogs. It's darker than that. Oh, really? So, wow. Dog Welder has... A fetish for welding what? dogs to people. To, what? <laughs> welding dogs to people? Yeah. Yeah. Where? It's like punishment. That's what he does to people. going to weld a dog to you? Like, like to your face. He's a, He was a welder. You've not made this up. <laughs> no, honestly. Google him. Is he real? Yeah. Dog welder. Wow. He goes around welding dogs to people's faces. No. Yeah. It's true. You've shocked Let me. Let me have a look and see if I, I can find him. absolutely loving that game, but that's really, that is I, so dark. That is really bad, isn't it? Imagine having a dog welded to your face. I know. Whose comic is he? Is he Marvel? Uh, DC. It had to be DC. Is he friends with Harm Paul Offboy? Look, there he is, welding a dog to someone. Oh my God, he actually <laughs> is welding a dog to somebody. Save that picture, I'll tweet that out. Okay. Can I find, let me see, uh... <laughs> dog welder spent his time trapping and killing dogs in alleyways. <laughs> Of course he did. <laughs> and is that it? He's, he's a, he was a member of Section 8, whatever that is. Don't know. Abilities. Do you want to know his abilities? Yep. Dog welding. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even do this tonight. We <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to end this episode here. He. <laughs> do you want to know his weaknesses? Yeah. Cats. Has, <laughs> no. Cats his melting. abilities are dog welding. His weaknesses, according to the DC database, is his weaknesses... Has a strong compulsion to weld dogs to people's faces. That's not a weakness. That's his actual job. He cannot speak, though. He is mute. Well, Why? it says he cannot speak through conventional means, so I don't know how he is speaking. <laughs> DC's fucking mental, isn't it? Weapons. Welding gun. Dogs. <laughs> I can't do this. Stop. Stop talking. Oh, my sides are hurting. Yeah. Dog welder. Yeah. Dog welder. 
I'm not having you that. You never said if he was real or not. You told me it was before. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, it was irrelevant. It you wouldn't anyway. I already won. Dog welder, check him out. Thanks, Captain Velvet. No probs. <laughs> right, that's a really long intro. Shall we uh, get into talking about this film? Sure, we said we wanted do to it. do a bit of a shorter episode. Okay. So this week we watched a film called The Super. Uh, the Super is from 2017. It's a 15. It runs for exactly an hour and a half. And it's currently rated at 6.0 on IMDb. We're having a lot of sixes this season. Yeah. Stars a guy called Patrick John Fluger. As, plays a character called Phil, who you will know is a bit of a TV actor. He was in... I thought I recognised him, but I couldn't place him. He was in Chicago PD. I um, will have seen a lot of adverts and stuff for that. Yeah, he was in the 4400. He was in quite a few episodes of that, which was yeah. around a few years ago. Yeah. Also stars, for the second week in a row, we've got quite a big named actor in one of our films. Sure. So this film stars Val Kilmer. Yeah, where's where's he been? Yeah, oh, he's been really ill. Yeah, I know. He's been, yeah, um, he was a huge star in yeah. the nineties and so start the two. He plays a character called Walter. You'll know him from things like Top Gun, Batman, Batman, Batman Forever, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, The Doors, Heat, The Saint, and The Snowman. Have you seen The Snowman? I haven't seen The Snowman. No. The I'll tell you, you're not talking about the uh, Walking in the Air one. No, no. The Snowman has the distinct honour. Of being the very worst film I've ever seen. Okay. It is the, it's Fassbender, isn't it? It's Michael Fassbender. Yeah. Who is also in one of the second or third worst films I've ever seen, which was Assassin's Creed. But yeah, The Snowman is the without a doubt the worst film I've ever seen. Okay. It's not even close. It went, if I could have given it zero stars on IMDb, I would have. It's that bad. It's not finished. There's great big chunks of the film that are just not there. That's one of those, so it's isn't completely it? Nonsen- it's completely nonsense. Because it's like a really uh, well-renowned book, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, coincidentally as well it's just appeared on netflix oh has it if you do want to watch it it is on there but don't watch it right okay you won't you're wasting your time and it makes no sense but yeah so val kilmer is in the worst film i've ever seen um directed by a guy called steven rick who is german i couldn't really find out much more about him than that okay hasn't directed many other things directed a lot of german stuff but nothing more nothing that you would have heard of i don't think but was written by john j mclaughlin do you know that name i do not should i he wrote black swan oh have you seen That's Black Swan? A, yeah, I have. It's a great film. Yeah. Very dark. Dark and creepy. And even uh, I've seen Black Swan. Yeah. Very broody. Yeah. And you wrote that? It's the same guy. Yeah. I say he wrote it. The, if you look on IMDb for Black Swan writers, there's about six of them. Oh, okay. And he was at the a writer. Of the list. <laughs> right. Okay. But he's he's credited for it. I think if he, the writing had won an Oscar, he would have got one. So. so the only thing I have to add, really, is that I noticed this film was produced by Dick Wolf. And Dick Wolf, <laughs> as well as having one of an amazing name, yeah. um, is responsible for producing the TV show Law and Order, oh, right, yeah. which ran for like ever twenty years, yeah. and then has like four spin-offs, which also ran for 10, 15 years, mm-hmm. um, and I'm sure made him an absolute shit ton of money. Yeah, I'm sure it did. Uh, and this comes from his production studios, yeah. which I think is called Wolf Films. Unfortunately, not. Dick films. Dick films. <laughs> That's a whole different uh, studio. Yeah. I imagine when he gets letters and stuff, it'll say Wolf Dick. <laughs> I don't know why I find that funny. I'm in a really weird uh, mood tonight. I yeah. don't know if you've noticed. I can't stop giggling and stuff. I don't wolf's know. Wolf's a dog, isn't it? Yeah. <gasps> dog welder would get well involved in that. You can't have a wolf welded to your head. You'd just fall over. You would heavy. just fall over. You'd well heavy. Well, so it's like if someone came and like welded Scooby Doo to your face. <laughs> 
You're going down, aren't like you? like Doberman, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, like Great Dane. Great Dane. Yeah. Wow. What are we talking about? Dog Welder. Dog Welder. The <laughs> best superhero. <laughs> I can't, I can't do this. Right, let's calm down. Focus. Let's concentrate on this, this, this horror film that we've watched. This film starts with some, I think they're library footage shots of New York. Yes. Because <laughs> they're like really well shot, like drone helicopter shots of New York City. Yeah. And they're, for some reason, it's like, I presume this film's set in New York. It never tells you that really. No, it is. Yeah, but it but is clearly, yeah, it clearly filmed is. In, in and around. Yeah. You kind of zoom all the way through the city and you end up at this like apartment building. Yep. And then you go through that and you end up at the furnace of this apartment building. Yeah. And can I just say, I was, I'm really happy to see that the uh, furnace from Home Alone is still getting work <laughs> because that's it was, what it reminded it like me of straight Bigger away. brother, wasn't it? It, it was, was, yeah. Bigger furnace. But did you notice how awful the CGI fire was? Yes. Inside it? Yeah. Because it kind of opens up this furnace and you get a fire shot and it's so bad. You know what they should have done? So just put a TV inside the furnace, put the fireplace channel on. Why did they not just do that? Or what they also could have done. Made the ideas. Lit a real fire. Uh, true, true. <laughs> it seems easier than CGIing a fire. What do I know about making films? Because but... fire is a difficult thing to realistically recreate. Yeah, nobody's ever been able to really create it. So why not just set a fire? Yeah. There's all these stunts that go on. It should be easy. You've been doing it since like... Unless it doesn't film well. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows anyway. It looks shit. (laughs) Um, And you kind of get... The camera then kind of CGI's through all the vents. And you end up in this corridor. Yeah. And this lady's going into her apartment because she obviously lives there. And the building manager approaches her. He does. Mr. Johnson. Yes. Who we meet quite a lot in this film. He's sort of limping around, isn't he? Yeah. And he tells this lady that... They she needs they need to change the locks on her apartment. Will she be in tomorrow? I think basically just introducing him to who he is and yeah. So he says that a master key ring has gone missing. So yeah. they they need to change all the locks. All the locks on that floor. Yeah. Um. She agrees and she goes inside her apartment and that's the end of that kind of exchange with her. Uh, but it turns out then that she's got a presumably disabled brother. No, it's a husband. Is I it thought. husband? Well, there was a picture on the bed of them. Well, it could have been. I just presumed it was a husband. It's, it's there's a picture of the bed with them sort of. Maybe it was then. I'll, I'll let you off. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Cause, right, well, you'll find out why it doesn't matter. So he's, he's bedridden. Yeah, he's uh, he quite is, heavily disabled. Yeah, yeah. He's called Brad. And he sees something. She kind of leaves him to it. She sort of greets him. She and comes in to sort of feed him some food, doesn't sure he? he's all right. And, and he's, he's sort of focused behind her on the on the wardrobe, yeah. on the closet <laughs> for our American listeners. Yeah. Behind he, him. She plays some music on a record player in his room and he kind of starts freaking out because he can see something. Yeah, she's like she's gone back creature. out the back out the room, and she yeah because she goes out and she's watching like she's doing some she, I think she's a teacher because yeah, she's, she's marking some she is, she's papers grading papers she's grading papers and she's got like a nanny cam screen yeah like a baby monitor almost and she kind of looks glances up at it and there's like a figure standing over his bed yeah and I will say this for this film you know we'll talk about <laughs> what we thought of it but there are a few occasions on it to be fair to it where it, it did make me jump yeah and I think this was one of the first ones. So yeah, you see the shadow in his room yeah. through the through the baby cam, like you say. Yeah. Uh, so she goes in to investigate, and when she gets there, there's nobody. There's obviously nobody there. No. He's got some keys in his hand. He has got the yeah. So it He's is got the, the big master keys that we're missing. Big bunch of keys. And he starts screaming at her to get out. Yeah. Which she seems really shocked by. I don't know if he's like not spoken for years, but so she does, and she gets out, and then she kind of hears this commotion going on, and she sees these. Image flashing like shadowy creatures coming after not creatures like shadowy images yeah 
following her around. And she basically gets dragged to the floor. Yeah, she's kind of standing in the hallway, away. isn't she? And this pencil yeah. rolls to her feet. Yeah. And all of a sudden, she gets dragged backwards down the car- down the hallway. And but she manages to get away, and she, she sort of limps back, limps down back the to where she started from, and she locks herself in her bedroom in Brad's bedroom. But she's got a pencil in her leg. Yeah. So these are like the red pencils which she's been yeah. marking the papers with. Yeah. And it is quite deeply embedded into her thigh. <laughs> yeah, so basically. it's really stuck in there. And um, Brad's dead now. Yeah. He's like been gutted and. So she's everywhere. she's shut herself back in the bedroom. Yeah. He is he is. Uh, yeah, he's not coming back. Yeah, no, very much not. Uh, so she opens the window. She starts screaming out of this window for like help, but she's quite high up. Yeah, and nobody can really hear her. You kind of get the hint that oh, is she going to jump? Yeah, and then the next time you see her, the door opens, and the, she's not standing at the window anymore. Yeah, the window's so you think maybe open. she did jump. Yeah, but she's actually lying under the bed. Then she gets. She kind of thinks that the coast's clear. Or I got the yeah, impression the she door shuts the coast again because the door shuts again. So she starts that crawling out. Yeah, she starts crawling out from under the bed, and she gets a pencil in her hand. She does like straight through her hand, and then you hear like a scream, and then suddenly she's got one in her eye as well. One in each eye. One in each eye. Was there one in each eye? I think so. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Didn't spot that. And so she dies, and we go straight into the title card. But that took like, I thought it was good. Yeah, it was a good opening. Like, I, I'm already surprised. Yeah. Uh, it was. For like, you get less quite a lot in horror films, like scenes that don't really. Yeah, it was relate to the rest of the film. It was ominous. Yeah, it was good atmosphere. Like I say, there's a couple of jumps in there, and it wasn't what I was expecting. I thought it was a strong pre-credit sequence. Mm, I say I pre-credit sequence, but it was like nearly 15 minutes long. Yeah, it was quite a long while. And it's only this film's only an hour and a half long. Yeah, it happens quite a lot in horror films where you you get introduced to two characters and yeah. they die straight away. It's yeah. a bit like Scream, isn't it? That's what Scream sure. parodied was, was happening. Yeah, so we cut out of the title card, which is just the name of the film. There's nothing special about it. And you you meet Phil and his family who are arriving at this apartment building. So he has two daughters. Yes, he does. <laughs> well, they all arrive together. Yeah, don't they, they all arrive together. So Phil and his two daughters. He kind of he's there for a job interview, isn't he? So yeah, he's he's he's. So it turns out he's an ex cop. Yeah, this quickly comes out in the interview because yeah, he's, yeah. he's been he's talking to Mr. Johnson. Yeah, um, who sort of says, "Oh, yeah, you're really." Really impressed with your resume. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So his, his two daughters are Violet and Rose. Yeah. And Mr. Johnson asks him why he left the police force. And he explains it's because his wife died. And he, he says he doesn't want to leave his kids without a parent. So sure. he couldn't be a policeman anymore. And uh, he's, they say that he heard about the job because one of his um, daughters, his eldest daughter's teacher, teacher lived in the building. Yeah. Or lives in the building. Yeah. Um, and so he pretty much gets offered the job there and then, doesn't he? Cause yeah, they have a little tour, don't yeah, they? Yeah, Johnson starts taking him on this guided tour around the like, basements and where he's going to be working. And he says, we've got some accommodation for you. Yeah. And they basically just gives him a grotty cu- cupboard, cupboard room. basically. Yeah, there's nothing in it. Like the mop's still in the corner. Yeah. There's not even a bed or a mattress in there. There's nothing in there. And Phil's like, oh, yeah, yeah, brilliant. We'll all live in here. He says we'll live here as long as it's only temporary. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're still living in it at the end. This, at this point, you notice that the younger girl of the two, because he left the kids in the lobby. Yep. And one of them, the younger one wanders off. Rose. Rose. And then the older one kind of notices. So she goes to try and find out where she's gone. Yeah. But she gets distracted halfway down the first staircase by a lad who is there and he's smoking. Yeah. So she bombs. She's only like 14. She bombs a fag off him. His, That's uh, the most British thing I've ever seen. <laughs> 
<laughs> Cigarette. Bums, bums a fag means something completely different over here than it does in yeah, America. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> She borrows a cigarette off him. <laughs> wow. Don't know if I can Ooh. leave that in, but I'm going to. You're going to get questions about that one. <laughs> so she... she His name is Vondell. Vondell. Because he, yeah, w- he yeah. will be a recurring character. Yeah, she, she kind of forgets that her sister's not there anymore and has a cigarette with him instead. And then we follow Rose down the stairs a little bit further and she meets up with this creepy old janitor guy yeah. who kind of lives in the basement. And this is Val Kilmer. And he, his character is called Walter. Walter. And he is not looking good. No, so he is, um, he's got his kind of little desk area down yeah. there, hasn't he? With lots of little photos and candles. And he's kind of going for a, what would you say? Like Eastern European kind of thing, isn't it? Yeah, like an immigrant, a yeah. New York immigrant type, yeah. isn't he? So like Russian, Romanian. Yeah, that kind of. That kind of part of the world. Yeah. So at this point, Phil realizes that his daughter's not there anymore. So he goes, he goes to try and find them. I mean, the lady in the reception says that she saw a fourteen. She hasn't seen a seven-year-old. Yeah, but she did see a fourteen-year-old. Saw the older one go down walking the down the stairs. So he follows her down there, and he catches Violet smoking with this lad, Fondell. And he doesn't freak out as much as you would think he does. No, it's kind of like a. I was. He kind of knew what he was. So, yeah. So she's in. So old, the older daughter, Violet, is yeah, clearly going through the these teenage. Yeah. Years. And yeah, this is the latest in the, <laughs> in this. They've got an ongoing battle, haven't they, basically, yeah. with dad and daughter? They're not getting on. Yeah. Rose appears back as well, and she says to Phil, I don't really like it. I don't like it here, daddy. Yeah. Or, he I says, like I've got a bad feeling I've about it. I've got a bad feeling about this place. But he doesn't care because he moves them in anyway. Then we cut, to, cut back to Walter, and he's doing some. I've written creepy chanting. Uh, I've put voodoo shit. Yeah. <laughs> so he was kind of. The camera was like above him and he was looking up into it. And it's, he like, was it's like burning some incense burning, and yeah, there was like the rubbing beads and, and rubbing his rosary beads and chanting. There's no other way to describe it. It cuts away to another one of the apartments and there's a little old lady who lives on her own. Yes. And is there a cat? There's a cat. No, yes, it's a dog. It's a little dog. dog. <laughs> it's a dog. Yep. Got it right. It's not welded to anybody's face. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> um, and she starts to hear some freaky noises as well. Yeah, this is like... It's sounds another, like glasses are smashing and yeah, things like that. It's another scene, isn't it? And we don't need to go into what happens, but eventually she gets stabbed in the yeah, back. By an unseen, by an unseen assailant. assailant. Good word. Thanks. It's because you don't see him. Oh, you meant assailant. assailant oh, right. not unseen. <laughs> and then it, it cuts back briefly to show the furnace again. So yep. it's as if this furnace is like in control. <laughs> There's nothing they were trying to Sentient show. Sentient furnace. Sentient furnace, yes. A bit like in The Shining. Book. And... <laughs> And then, so it cuts around a little bit here. So you see Walter trying to get into um, the family's room. Yeah, this is the point where they move into the room, isn't yep. it? And, uh, yeah, Walter's trying to get in. And Phil's there and he's like, and Walter's like, oh, I thought the room's empty. Yeah, I didn't know you guys were in here. Yeah. Sorry, right, can, I'm going to point this out now because before I forget, because I've just seen it in my notes. Go for it. I, uh, why is everyone in this film dubbed? There's a really bad scene with, the, with Violet that she's so badly dubbed. I really was like, what the fuck? With their own voices? Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. I'm glad you noticed that, because I noticed it later on. There's a couple of times, and it's really out. Like, it's a long way out. really badly synced. Yeah. And I know we've seen a few films where, uh, like, the Lazarus effects last year, last season springs to mind, where, uh, and you mentioned it earlier with The Snowman, where a film just is released, and it is clearly not finished. Yeah. Now, this doesn't quite feel like it's that bad in terms of, like, 
how it's put together and the story and the editing in terms of how it looks. But the sound is it's way out. Awful. It is clearly a dubbed film. Yeah, it is. Uh, not all of it. Like they've re-recorded all their dialogue. Yeah. And it doesn't match. No. I'm glad you noticed that. I thought it was going to matter. It was really off-putting. Yeah, it was. I didn't notice it here. But it's Val Kilmer. Notice. It sounds like Val Kilmer. Yeah. So it. I believe he has redubbed the part. Everyone's redubbed the part. Unless, I don't know, unless the filming on, I did, I the, can't remember the audio on set was bad. Yeah, I can't remember ever seeing that before. No, I can't. No, and, and there are there are a few occasions where it's it's there's one scene really in particular out. with Violet where it's miles out. Yeah, it, yeah, it was awful. Hey, I'm I, I, good. I'm glad it wasn't just me. No, it wasn't just your. It's not your TV. You're all right. <laughs> um, at this point, we meet another guy who is also a super. Who they sounds like superheroes. They're like superintendents, aren't they? Is yeah. that what they call them? Yeah, maintenance guys, aren't they? Janitors, yeah. Uh, this guy's called Julio. He was my favourite character. He was he was really good. He was a player. Yeah, he was. Um and they're they're kind of out on the street chucking away this some furniture and things. Yeah, so so basically they don't know it, but yeah. the, they are throwing away all the crap out of the the Brad. couple's room from yeah. that we saw in the pre credit scene. Yeah, because there's loads of pencils in one of the bags, yeah. isn't there? In all this rubbish, there's some furniture on the street. Yeah. And Brad uh, Brad. He's the dead guy. <laughs> Phil hasn't got any furniture. So that's quite Yeah, handy. and Julio says, look, we, we chuck stuff out all the time. If yeah. there's anything you can make use of, you, you take it. Feel free to use it. Yeah. So he, he takes does. like a table and chairs in this first yeah. bed, doesn't he? Um, so they go to bed that night and they're all, all three of them are lying on sleeping bags on the floor. Yeah. And Phil wakes up at three, it's exactly 3am because the okay. clock on the wall said 3am. And he notices that Rose is not in her bed. Yeah, the, the, and the door to the flat is just open, open. wide open. Yeah, so she's missing. So he goes around looking for her around the downstairs area and he finds her kind of standing at this furnace, just yeah. looking into it. Must have been red hot. <laughs> that furnace is is heating that whole building. Yeah. She's, and she's, she's standing at the door of it. She must have been... And she says, I'm just looking into the flames. And at this point, I'm like, this is clearly a ridiculous film. Yeah. But I'm kind of enjoying it. Yeah. Because I've still got a bit of giving a credit to its pre pre-title sequence yeah. and i'm like surely this isn't trying to convince me that this is a demon furnace <laughs> <laughs> because that's definitely the, the agenda the, it's uh, pushing it's, so far yeah it's the vibe they went for early doors yeah definitely it doesn't go anywhere but it's the vibe <laughs> it went for early doors so that's kind of the end of that and then the next day yeah that's that's basically their first day on the job yeah, first isn't day it? on the job and the next day uh, phil meets up with walter again and walter says to him how's rose and Phil doesn't really like the fact that he knows who Rose... Because yeah, Walter's like to his creepy as fuck. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Phil t- took an instant dislike to him. Yeah. Everybody takes an instant dislike to him. And he didn't like the fact that he knew Rose's name because it meant that he'd obviously spoken to Rose at some point. Phil and Julio go up to the old lady's apartment that we yeah, had John- earlier. Yeah, Johnson says, yeah, we've not... No one's heard from her. Can you just... Can you just go the dogs, I think he says the dog's barking yeah. and it's annoying everyone else. Can you go and see what's going on? Yeah. So they go up into their apartment, but and she's not she's not there. No, but the dog is. Yeah, was the dog in a cage? Yeah, it was in a little. Uh, a Look little, the dog in the cage. A little cage. The person whoever whoever yeah. stabbed them, obviously. So, Phil, takes it. Yeah, he's like, well, we can't leave it. Here. Well, you can't leave a dog on its own, can you? So, um, he he yeah, takes it and gives it to Rose. Basically, adopts a, they adopt it adopt the dog. in lieu of finding this old lady. Yeah, so he go, he gives it to Rose as a gift, doesn't he? And he's also managed to get a bed from somewhere presumably yeah. from the same apartment that I he guess got so. the last one from and he gives that to Rose as well 
Yeah, which makes Violet really angry. Violet, Violet kicks off. Because she's like, why you, you keep giving basically, stuff to you love her more than me. Yeah. Why, why does she get it first? All this. Yeah. Uh, and she she runs off and I think she gets in a lift. Mm. And you, this is where you see the CCTV sort of dotted around. But it's not really made clear. So Walter is sitting watching these CCTV cameras. It's yeah. not really sure. if It's not made clear if it's something he has just done off his own back or if he's the official security type guy <laughs> for the building yeah it's not really made clear i don't think it's, that's his job cause... no i don't i i don't think it is um but he's also watching vondell yes who's somewhere his... else in the building yeah. sort of bouncing a ball against the wall yeah and we cut to vondell at that point then don't we and yeah he, he starts hearing like this music playing it's like is it like music box music? yeah it's basically yeah it's the sort of jewelry box ballerina type music yeah. isn't it i'm trying to remember what happened is, is, there was somebody at the door in his apartment. Is that now? Yeah, he goes to answer he the door. He goes to yeah. answer the door because his mum's busy. Yeah. And he says, what are you doing here? Yeah. And then he kind of gets pulled backwards down the corridor. Yeah. So he's recognised whoever it is. Yeah, whoever's doing it. Uh, but at the same time, because Violet's had this argument with Phil, yeah, she has stormed off and yeah. she's ended up in the laundry room. Yeah. Uh, and she meets Beverly who is the lady we saw briefly in the lobby earlier. Yeah. So you have, again, it's not very well done, but they are trying to build a bit of uh, tension by sort of having the Vondell situation and then also some creepy music and going on while they're doing the laundry. And it's like, oh, where's the, where's the killer going next sort of thing? Yeah. I've basically called it a creep off. <laughs> so it's like two it's creepy two alternating scenes. scenes at the same yeah. time. And it's like, which one, who's going to end up in trouble here? And it was Vondel. It was. In the next scene, the, there's cops in the building and they show up because obviously Vondel's been reported missing by his mum. Yeah. And Phil goes and tells Violet that Vondel's gone missing to see if she knows anything. Yeah. Beverly's done a run. Yeah. <laughs> She's done it. I don't. She's just literally been out running. Yeah. <laughs> she she comes back in and she just goes. I've been for a run. <laughs> it just struck out. It stuck out because it was really badly like written. I was just out of nowhere. Um, and and Phil kind of obviously he's really suspicious about Walter at this point. Yeah. And he asks Julio sort of what what's this guy's deal? Yeah. What's what's going he's on? He's weird. This guy. What's going on? Yeah. And and Julio kind of says, well, actually, actually I think the guy's harmless. But I yeah. do think the building's haunted. Yes. Uh, Walter kind of meets up with Rose again at this point as well, yeah. doesn't he? And they just keep bumping into just, each other. Yeah, just they? randomly bumping each, into each other down in the basements. And she, he kind of freaks her out because he starts chanting at her. Yeah. And say, and he says, show me where he is. Yeah. Which, he, said, he says, show me where Vondell is. Yeah. So, and she's like, what are you, what are you what talking are you? about? Yeah. It's like, you're a creepy, weird old man. So she she kind of runs off and feels, she runs into Phil, doesn't she? Yeah. And he's, goes after Walter and he's like never going near my kids again yeah I'm not going to take them away from this creepy man I'm just going to warn <laughs> the creepy man not to go near them again and then the next bit this is another bit that made me jump so we cut and it's back at night yeah and and um Phil's started having dreams yes. I've written Luke and I don't know why I've written Luke <laughs> that's the sort of thing I do that's no not your, that's not your deal um and he again he wakes up and this time he sees the fridge door is open yeah and he thinks it's Violet yeah. Just raiding for snacks. Uh, and the door slowly shuts. And it's Vondel. Yeah. And his face is all, he's all manky. Melty. Yeah. Manky. He's all and that made me jump as well. And he, Yeah. And he's crawling along the floor towards Phil's bed. Yeah. Or sleeping bag. 
But it's just a dream. It's just a dream, and he wakes up. Uh, well, he wakes up and Rose is by his bed, yeah. which was also creepy. Yeah, I, I I can vouch for that in real life because I have <laughs> I have several times um having two young children woken up in the middle of the night and my one of my kids is literally stood inches away from my face. Really? Yeah. Oh no, that would freak me out. <laughs> It's just, do you scream I've jumped before yeah <laughs> what do you want and usually it's can I put my socks on I'll, I know which one you're talking about <laughs> some requests like that <laughs> at three o'clock in the morning um, and uh, anyway Rose is there and she says I've just seen mummy yes she just which is creepy like, and yeah. and there was a good creep factor about this yeah, it's creepy all the way through not consistently no but it's got some good moments yeah yeah she says I've just had a dream about mummy I've seen her standing in my garden there's this room, isn't there, where Johnson keeps coming in, in and out of, yeah, but he, he doesn't let anybody in. And no one else seems to have a key to nobody it. Else has got a, nobody else is allowed in there. And it's just called a mechanical room, yeah. which is not a thing, I don't think. No, <laughs> it's, just, no it's really not. I was looking at it thinking, mechanical room? What's in there? Um, and he, Phil tries to get in to see what's going on, but just as he's going in, Johnson comes out. And yeah, Johnson's like, you never need to go in there. You don't need to go in there. It's not part of your you job. You don't need mechanical. You don't need to be in the mechanical room. You're not mechanical. <laughs> Uh, Julio's having a party. Yes, it is. On the roof. On the roof. We have a quick scene of Walter again before that. Oh, do we? And he's like, he's surrounded by loads of candles again, and he's got loads of news cuttings about people in New York being missing, yeah. just surrounding him, and then that cuts away. That's literally all it is. And yeah, Julio's having a party. It's somebody's birthday. I think it's Julio's. Is it Julio's yeah, birthday? Yeah, okay, so. so And Phil and Violet decide they're going. It, I'm Rose. Rose goes, but she's like, as soon she's as they there get there, the, she disappears. Yeah, she's so. at the start, and then she's yeah. th- she goes up with them. Feels like Rose is here somewhere, but she's... She's like, oh, off. she's wandered off, because she's always wandering off. Yeah. But while they're at this party, Walter decides he needs to get into their room again. Yep. He, he does. He gets in, he breaks in, and he goes over to Rose's bed. And I couldn't... Was it just like... He put some crap in Rose's bed. <laughs> it, it was basically he'd. It was a concoction that he'd... he'd it, was yeah, it was leaves like and, and dried and, dried flowers yeah. and... And, and he just yeah, spreads it, it all like out all over Rose's All bed. over the mattress, yeah. She's, again, really weird. But so he's, he's clearly creepy. interested in her for yeah, some he's reason. he's got some sort of agenda with Rose, Yeah. He? When she's only like six. Yeah. She's not like a... There's no reason for this guy to be so obsessed with her. And But they come back and he's still in the room. So... That was unnecessary. Yeah, agreed. Because it was like... They come back, so he hides. So you think, oh, there's going to be a suspenseful scene here about... Are they going to find him? Yeah. No. No, there wasn't because they never did find him. No, there's just no reason for it. Uh, and but they 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 smell something straight away and they say, oh, that reeks. Yeah, Rose. Whatever like, it Rose is, smells something as soon as she goes yeah. in the room, and she she kind of passes out, doesn't she? Onto she does. the bed. So she has a really bad reaction to it. Yeah. So it kind of hits her straight away in the nostrils. Yeah. And Phil and, and not so much Phil or Violet. Or Violet. No, they two don't really react to it. And Phil notices all this crap that's in Rose's bed. <laughs> I like this scene. So he goes to confront Walter and he says, if you don't leave my family again, I'm going to have to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's really threatening. Yeah. I'm going to have to kill you. So yeah, he disposes of the mattress, doesn't he? Yeah. And then, yeah, you're right. He, the next morning has that confrontation with Walter. Yeah. And then he goes and sort of, he's developing this relationship with Beverly. Yeah. So the, he goes and have, Phil goes and has a few drinks with her. Was Beverly the teacher, was Violet's teacher that she said recommended her the job? No. She wasn't. So no. we never meet that person. Yeah, we do. We do? Yeah. Okay. Who was a teacher, Adam? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I had not put that into... It was really obvious. It was. And you know, I had not 15 put two, minutes of the start of this film. I had not put two and two together at all. She was great in papers. That's really bad, isn't it? Yeah, it's quite bad. Why has nobody mentioned the fact that Violet's teachers who recommended Phil to get the job as 
been murdered. Is not there anymore. Yeah. I think it does come up as a line later on. <laughs> Apologies. I, it's I did literally not a throwaway get line. At all. I did not pick up on that at all. <laughs> I could see the clog. The clogs. <laughs> I could see the clogs turning <laughs> yeah. in my head. Them shoes turning in your brain. That's really bad that I missed that. How am I missing things in really simple horror films? <laughs> That's my lifeblood. Yeah, I mean, if there's one thing this film isn't, it's taxing intellectually. <laughs> Not at all. Especially compared so. to what we've watched the last couple of weeks. Completely. <laughs> I still haven't got over Animal World. I think that might be what's in my head. Anyway, let's go back onto subject. Forget that I even said that. So yeah, so he goes back to Beverly's apartment for a drink, doesn't he? He does. And why is there this like vase gets knocked off a table? Yeah, it's flower pot. Flower pot type. Just jumps off the table, doesn't yeah, it? on its own and breaks. Phil doesn't even offer to help her clean that up. He just goes, right, I'm going now. Yeah, he does. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm off. I'm off now. And some music starts playing again. Yeah, the music box. It's like a busman's holiday, isn't he? He's a maintenance guy. He's yeah, maybe he's I'm like, not, oh, I'm not cleaning that up. To, I'm, I'm on my fucking job. I'm on my downtime. <laughs> I'm out of here. So as we stay with her after he's left, and she starts freaking out a little bit because she can hear this music playing, and she looks through. There's, the, there's some thudding, isn't thudding there? outside in the corridor outside the apartment, and she sees. She kind of looks through the peephole on the yep. door, and she sees like. Two shadows appear at the door. There's yeah, so on the wall opposite. There's there's one shadow and then a smaller shadow steps out of the bigger shadow. Yeah. Um and then yeah. they and disappear. Then, and yeah, the sun the screens the peephole just goes black and she screams. Yeah. And that's like the end of that scene. And then in the next scene you see Johnson again coming back out of the mechanical room again. He loves yeah. it in there. He does. And he's a, this is where he reveals his weird side because Phil and Julio are cleaning out an empty apartment. Yeah. So it is the apartment from the start of the film. With the teacher in. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And they're kind of cleaning that all out and they spot some blood on the floor. Uh, it's not some blood. It's a footprint of it's, blood. It's pretty much a full bloody footprint yeah. on the floor. Yeah. Which is I was very obvious. Before. Yeah. Um, so they spot it and so they think, oh, we'll have to point that out to the manager, which they do. It's like the police would definitely have had that cleaned up. Yeah. <laughs> and... Instead of doing anything about it, Johnson just gets the floor buffer machine and cleans yeah. it off. So now you're you are you are now implicating that Johnson knows more more than more he's than, letting more on. More than he's letting on. Or he's just wants these apartments let out and he just doesn't care. Yeah. <laughs> he just wants to get them rented out. This is the point where Violet gets stuck in the lift. Yeah. And she's kind of freaking out a little bit. She's in the lift going down. Yep. There's a lot of there is a lot of, um, I feel like we've seen a lot of this in the last few weeks as well, especially with this and uh, he's out there. So <laughs> there is so much power outage yeah. stuff, you know, used as a scary yeah. trope. It's, the lights it are is out. just like a standard trope for horror yeah. films though, isn't it? So. But it happens, it must happen five times in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember where it was most relevant was in back going back into season one i am the pretty thing that lives in the house yes where the power never went out but nobody ever turned any lights on yeah that's true <laughs> just, she just wouldn't yeah. turn the lights on in that house it was weird go and check out our episode on i am the pretty thing that lives in the house so whilst again you've got two intercut scenes here yeah you have you've got violet stuck in the lift and you've got um phil and julio yeah. getting into the mechanical yeah they room. decide they're going to figure out what's in the mechanical room and this is a huge red herring in this film yeah, massively. It's, what do they call them? It's like MacGuffin or something, isn't it? When something like that happens in a film and it doesn't mean anything. So we find out at this point that the only reason Johnson is in and out of the mechanical room is because it has a peephole through into the girls' bathroom, change, bathroom yeah. changing rooms. Yeah. Because there's like a pool and spa, isn't yeah. there, in this apartment. And that's it. 
and we never go back there again. Nope. And it's just like a massive red herring for the whole film. So that's pretty much Johnson eliminated from our inquiries yes, at this he's point. he's just a creepy pervert. Yeah. All the while, Violet is still stuck in the lift and Walter's kind of watching her on the cameras now. He is. He's, he's there rocking back and forward, chanting again. Yeah. And it, the lift starts moving and it takes her down into the basement level, right, right down at the bottom where Walter is. And he she, kind of pounces on her, basically. Yeah, she kind of runs into him, doesn't yeah. she? And he's, and he's chanting he's in her chanty, face. He's going all chanty again in her face. And she manages to escape and she runs up the stairs into the lobby yeah. and runs straight into her dad. So <laughs> he's going to have to kill him. Yeah, he's got to follow through. Got to follow through because he's like, I've told you to stay away from my daughters. And he does say, I am taking this guy down right now. Yeah. But what is he supposed to do instead? He does not kill him. He does not kill him. <laughs> completely unsuccessfully. Well, he tries to frame him, doesn't he? Yeah. So, so he plants some evidence. Yeah. He knows. In Walter's apartment. He goes back up to the old lady's who's missing now yeah goes back to her room and breaks her walking cane in half yeah and plants the top half in walter's room and then he says to julio i'm gonna make an anonymous call <laughs> and he says it like like it was the badass most badass thing he'd ever infallible done in plan from the ex-copper <laughs> so i mean th- there is as he as he's placing this this planting this evidence in walter's apartment there is still a bit of a half-hearted effort to imply that walter is a suspect because there's like massively there's loads of um, women's handbags. Yeah. Children's shoes. Phil was adamant that he was a bad guy. And yes. That's why he wanted to frame him, just to give... Because he says to Julia, doesn't he? We'll make this anonymous call and that will make them look and yeah. they will find other stuff. Yeah. It's not like we're framing him for something. They will find stuff. And then in the next scene, you see Walter getting taken away by the police. Yeah. So a couple of cops come and arrest him. Yeah. And then we have another scene with Phil and Beverly. Yes. A bit, of, a bit more exposition about and the past. And... Phil basically uh, tells Beverly that his wife died in a fire. Yeah. And he was able to say... Uh, Violet wasn't... Violet was outside. Was outside, so she wasn't in danger. Yeah. And Phil managed to save Rose. But, but then he couldn't get he back He could not get back wife. in and save his wife. Uh, and they have a kiss. They do a little bit. Not seen any bone zoning for a while, We've have not, we? No, there's not, not been a lot of naughty in this <laughs> season. And then we're at night again, aren't we? And yep. Phil is awaken again in the middle of the night by a knock on the door something woke him up in the night i think it was a knock yeah and he goes yeah because he does because he goes to the door and he goes out to check to see what and there's nobody there and then as he walks through the door somebody something grabs his foot yeah and he's pulled he's like he's pulled, pulled away like we saw Bondell yeah. and um the teacher right at the start yeah but then he wakes up and that's yeah. another dream oh no he does because walter then attacks him yeah that's it also in his dream also in his dream yeah, yeah. then we were at the next day and walter's Back in the apartment building. Yeah, shaking Johnson's hand. Shaking Johnson's hand. And apparently the police didn't find anything. Which Julio was not happy about, was he? Because no. he was adamant that they was they were going to find something. And Julio's like, oh, you kind of sold me down the river there. Yeah. I've been involved in... I'm involved in this Something now, that there's was... No, then there's nothing there. He was an innocent guy. And Phil has another dream. <laughs> there's a lot of... There's a lot more dreams than I remember. Yeah. Yeah. So this time he's dreaming that what he's, he can see Walter doing his voodoo. Yeah. Um, and he sees Walter rocking back and forth. Yeah. And I think well, I've written down what Walter says. So he says, you can't protect them. I am coming for them. Yeah, that, I've written that down as well. It's exactly what he said. Dreams Dream. can come true. <laughs> as Gabrielle once sung. First single I ever brought. Was it? Really? Yeah, it was. That's randomly. a bit of shit. Unlucky. <laughs> I brought it at the same time as All That She Wants by Ace of Base. Oh, okay, I that's better. Both, so, yeah. <laughs> Random. <laughs> 1993. I've written here, Phil gets sent to a dab school, but I don't know what that means. Really? Does he? What, no. 
but some moves. I think it says job. All right. Phil, <laughs> Phil gets sent to a job and leaves Julio with his kids. He does. So I, I know I know where we are now. So they're they're like they spend a lot of time like folding cardboard. <laughs> they do, <laughs> and and that's what Phil and Julio are doing again, yeah. just outside um, Phil's apartment. Yeah, and. A boss lady comes down who I don't think we've ever seen before. I was going to say that to you. We've never met this lady before, but she was massively in charge. Yeah. She wasn't Johnson. No. Why could it not just have been him? Would they save money on some actor? Uh, Because she is about to do some stuff with Julio. She didn't have to. They didn't have to enter the bones there. Um, And yeah, she's not been in it before. She came in as if we should know who she was. And I was like, who the fuck's there? Um, And she basically says, Phil, go and sort out... um, a lock so uh, yeah something's gone wrong somewhere and Hula goes oh maybe should should I go with him oh no I'll stay here and I'll, I'll, I'll keep an eye on the I'll girls look after the girls and then this lady basically pounces on Julio yeah takes him into some yeah. sort of cupboard dirty Julio <laughs> you've got a wife and you're looking after two kids yeah disgusting and you see it honestly through through Walter's CCTV, CCTV. Yeah. that um, yeah this lady drags Julio away yeah to have some fun fun times <laughs> and then you get a shot of Phil and he looks really tired Yes. And I've written me too. But he wasn't downstairs. <laughs> he wasn't, no. He's, he was... he's got to the apartment to do this job and he's suddenly, suddenly he's really like hangdog. And yeah, you're right. Really, he's, he's like, really oh, tired. I'm not sleeping. Yeah. But he wasn't in the scene before. <laughs> no. And it hasn't been. But it makes sense. He's tired because he's had all these dreams. dreams. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. he did look really tired in that But it didn't scene. flow, did it? No. From the scene to scene. It didn't. It came out of nowhere. Yeah. Because from this point on now, Phil goes a bit mental. Yeah. <laughs> and to say the least. But yeah, you're right. It it's just, not a it slow build. Is it? Not even slightly. It was like, boom, there, done. There's your twist. We notice now again that Rose has disappeared again. Yes. Um, but he finds her again looking into the furnace once more. Uh, well, Phil and Violet go, both go to look for her. Yeah, they do. And, and Eventually, they're, yeah, they're uh, looking the into furnace. the furnace. And Julio is back in their apartment now. Yeah, so he's got back from his um, jollies. Doing a naughty. Um and he notes the door still opens to the apartment, yeah. but the girls have both gone. Yeah. So he, he goes, he wanders in, he lets the dog out, yeah. which runs off. Yeah. Don't know why he don't let the dog why. out. Um, and he happens to put his hand on a ball. <laughs> he's just finished that. <laughs> yeah, he sorted himself out. Uh, but it's Vondel's ball. He finds it in a, it's in like a doll's house. Yeah. Why was he looking inside the? He just put his hand down. I don't. Even, I don't know. He, he just found it out, and it wasn't like it was. It wasn't like it was. On Unless display. the dog knocked it out when it ran maybe, out of the cage. I'm not maybe, sure. Maybe I don't know, but he finds it anyway. Um, and it's clear. Yeah, it's clear. It's the same ball that Von Dell was throwing around yeah, earlier. Yeah, um, yeah. It's in this doll's house, and he sort of pulls back the curtain in front of the doll's house, and there's four figures in there. Yeah, and two of them are burnt. Yes, the mother and one of the kids. Yes. Oh, but the twist is coming. Yeah. Cut to Phil and Walter fighting, basically. Yeah, in They're front of the furnace. In front of the furnace. Um, Phil beats Walter quite badly. Yeah. And then Rose just appears out of nowhere and shows up. Uh, and meanwhile, Violet's fed the scene and she's gone to see Bev. She's gone to see Beverly. Julio comes downstairs and he t- Phil tells him, look, I've just beaten Walter quite badly. Yeah, he says, like, I have fucked up. Uh, yeah, I think he says, I have fucked me. up. Um, and they turn around the corner, but Walter's not there anymore. Yeah, he's not in front of the furnace. And meanwhile, because this is all, because this is like rapid around, fire yeah, now, it's, it's, that, the boss lady. The last 20 minutes goes, yeah. doesn't it? It the, really moves. The boss lady hands Johnson a letter. Yes. And he's like, oh, this ain't good. <laughs> Isn't he? Yeah, it's exactly what he says. <laughs> is it? It's, it's just Pretty like, much, yeah. Julio confronts Phil about the ball here. Yeah. And Rose says, oh, it's my ball. And, he, and Julio turns to Rose and he says, 
who are you? I've never met you before. Yeah. When he clearly has. And so this is your, you start thinking, oh, something creepy's going on before. And she says, people don't see me before yeah. it's their time. Yes. And then Phil comes up behind Julio. He does a proper, like, heel turn smile. Yeah. And <laughs> then like, slices his throat open. does. Julio is gone. Julio is gone at the hands of our hero, Phil. Well, just before that, you hear the music playing. Yeah. And uh, Rosie's got this little, like, game, hasn't she? Yeah. So like one a, of those old-fashioned ones where you've got to get, get the, the balls in the hole. Yeah. But it's like a little handheld one. It's a clown's face. Yeah. And when all the balls go in the hole, it's... It murder it, time. It's murder time, and it turns red, doesn't it? Mm. And I must admit, at that point, I sat up and started taking notice. So I'm like, there's a twist coming here, and I don't think I've seen it come in. In fact, so, I didn't see it come in. So Phil slashes... Julio's throat, and yeah, well, I've just written, well, it's Rose that's giving the orders, Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't expect that. I didn't, at all. I mean, I it doesn't really make any sense. No, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. <laughs> it's ridiculous, <laughs> but... Ah, it's a neat it's little twist. It's a neat little twist that... I don't think we're spoiling anything now to say that Rose isn't real. Yeah. And she is controlling Phil's actions. Yeah. All the way through. So, meanwhile, uh, Violet's still at Beverly's apartment, and yeah. she's showing... Uh, Beverly pictures of Rose. Yes. And Bev says, oh, well, I've never met her before. Yeah. Has she? I don't know how well this has held up because I am, there is no way I'm going back to check this. I don't think she did because if you remember right at the beginning, she says, I didn't see a six-year-old, but I did see a 14-year-old. Yep. And she didn't see her at the party because Phil Cause said, Phil... oh, she's already run off somewhere. Exactly. But I don't know if it would hold up through the whole thing with everyone. I don't I'd think it does with Julio. So. I think it might do with Beverly, but I'm not sure it does with Julio. Right, okay. But I might be wrong. Maybe we'll have to watch it again. Nope. <laughs> yeah, so they're kind of having a chat about what happened, aren't they? And Violet reveals that Rose did die in the fire and that they were twins. Yeah, so she shows a picture of herself yeah. and Beverly says, oh, look, there's another picture of Rose. Yeah. I get it's, it's badly written. <laughs> it's very clumsy. Uh, but Violet goes, oh, no, that one's me. Oh, yeah, she was my twin. Yeah, we're the same age. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, and Beverly says, well, yeah, but I thought you said she was seven. seven. She says, oh yeah, she was, she was seven, seven when, when she, she died. died. Yeah. And this is, all the while this is going on, you get scenes of Johnson like, storming downstairs. Yeah, he's looking he's for like, He's being the angry boss man. Yeah. And he's basically found out that Phil has forged his resume. Yes. But before he gets to confront him, he turns around the corner and Phil's just there really comedily. Comedily? <laughs> Comically? Po- comically putting a body in the furnace. Yeah. And it's just its feet hanging out. Yeah, the so end. Uh, yeah Julio sh- from <laughs> the knee down is it's hanging. real shame because it really broke the tension yeah. for me because it just made me giggle. Because his, his face as well. Like, into the furnace. You can tell he's been caught because his face is like, Ooh! Yeah, but it's bad acting, <laughs> isn't it? Because really it's not like angry. It's, it is like naughty schoolboy. Oh, yeah. I've been oh no. caught. <laughs> Shit. With my hand in the cookie jar. Yeah. Except the cookie jar's a furnace and his hand is Julio. Julio's. Julio's legs. But Johnson doesn't last any longer now because... Phil hits him with a hammer. Yeah, he sees Rose. Yeah. So the, the, they chase around for a little bit, yeah. don't they? Yeah, and Johnson sees Rose kind of, she kind of stands in front of him all yeah. of a sudden. She just appears out of nowhere. And Phil comes up behind him and hits him with a hammer. Uh, and Rose says, Daddy, Violet's telling. Yeah. So she can tell what right, Violet's saying yeah. upstairs. So off upstairs we go. And this is the point where I've written, Violet's lines are really badly dubbed. Question mark, question mark, question mark. I was like... This is, that's the first time I spotted it, but okay. if you're saying it happened all the way through. Definitely. I, so I spotted it earlier, definitely. But, it but I think I know the bit you mean when she's talking to Beverly. Awful. and it's, She was like full on in the frame. It's like, like a second face, behind. At least. It just, just looks awful. Violet reveals at this point then that Rose was the one that burned down the house. Yeah. She caught, she set the fire in the first place. 
And then over Violet's shoulder, Beverly can suddenly see Rose. Yeah. And uh, Rose says, my daddy broke my neck and then threw me out the window. Yeah. That was creepy. That was creepy. So she set the fire. Yeah. Phil then killed her. Yeah. Couldn't save his wife. Couldn't save his wife. Uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. So Violet and Bev run for it, basically. Yeah, they, they have to. So, But they when when you're escaping, don't get in a lift. No. That's so, not these lifts. Not these They've lifts. They've never worked. No. All the way through this movie. <laughs> so they go into this lift to escape and they end up in the basement. Yeah. Like right back where we started, basically. And Phil's there and he starts like chasing them around a bit. And then Walter kind of whacks him. Yeah. With something. Walter's kind of arisen. Arisen from somewhere. And he, he throws something into Rose's face, doesn't he? He does. It's the, the same kind of mixture that he had earlier yeah, on. Yeah, so special herbs, yeah. gypsy herbs. He starts, he's got her in this like circle on the floor, like a burning circle of he fire. He puts a chain around yeah. her. So he makes a, a circle out of a metal chain, yeah. which then Catches goes fire. on fire. And um, <laughs> oh, he, fire. he is he's, yeah, he's dust, dusting her with all these herbs and stuff and so leaves. I think we can gather from this that Walter knew from the very beginning. He's seen Rose, her all along. Yeah, Rose, yeah. He's always seen Rose and he always knew what she was. Yeah. So all the way through, they've played this film as off as if Walter's the bad guy in this film, yeah. when actually he's the hero, or the not so much the hero, but not pretty much the he's good the guy. One he's, in the, he's no. the one in the know, and he's the one trying to save everybody else. Uh, and he's basically trying to do an exorcism, isn't he? Yeah. Or or vanquish this demon little girl. Yeah, absolutely. I, I didn't love this film. I didn't particularly like this film, but I was willing to give it credit because at least it's doing... It had intrigued me. I thought this twist was really neat. I didn't see it come in. And I like it when At this point, it then almost lost all of its goodwill with me because the most stupid thing happened. Completely agree. So we're we're in the middle of this exorcism, whatever you will, whatever you want to call it. Walter's got it there. He stabs her with something as well. He's like really... He's crucifying her. Yeah. So he puts puts bolts through her wrists. Yeah. He He puts a bolt through one of her ankles. Yeah. And then... The, all this while the burning chains going yeah, on. Yeah, and, and and we're obviously about to get rid get of this rid demon. Of, and Violet's and, all on it. She's And Violet's like, do it, do, do it, it, do it, get finish it, finish it. Finish this. And then Bev, <laughs> out of nowhere, it's like, you're hurting her. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> what? <laughs> it made me so angry. She's just been chased by this psychopath. Violet's trying demon. to hold her back saying, look, no, this needs to happen. We need ridiculous. to get rid of Rose. Which she needs to be gone. And Beverly's like, oh, but it's a little girl and you're hurting this little girl. And eventually she... Knocks. I don't know, it's a stupid, a stupid little film, but it's it was it Pointless. was so out of... It stuck out in a bad way, so it yeah. completely took me away from I it. I couldn't agree more. It did me. Beverly kind of knocks Violet out of the way, because Violet's desperately trying to hold she her back. She breaks the circle, yeah. Yeah, and Beverly like lunges at Walter and stabs him. Yeah. No, no, Phil stabbed him. Phil comes Beverly back. Just, well, Beverly, Beverly just broke the circle. It. Yeah, and hits which, Walter and moves yeah. and gets him out of the way, which rejuvenated Rose. Yeah. Nothing happened. And then Phil and Walter start tussling again, don't they? And Phil's got this knife. Yeah. Like and long Walter knife. even says, I am trying to save you, Phil. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Phil very slowly digs this knife into Walter's chest. Yeah. And, and stabs him. And I'm all out by this point. And then, <laughs> and what happens next? Yeah, I couldn't agree more. So Phil then goes after Beverly. Yeah. Because obviously she needs to be killed. That's as well. what they were doing before. That's, exactly. And this interruption. Rose says, you can't kill her. Yes, yeah, just just says don't stop. kill Beverly. Stop. I want a mummy. Yeah, I've, I've literally she... written WTF. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and then we're getting to the end, right to the end now, because 
the three slash four of them walk out of this. There's four of them. There's four of them. But Rosie's there, but she's yeah, not. Yeah, we can see her. Yeah, we can see her, but she's generally not there. Um, and they're kind of walking out of this apartment block together. They're all holding hands. Yeah. So Phil, Beverly, Violet and Rose. Yeah. But then as you as they go past, the guy who works in the lobby looks at them from behind and Rose isn't there. Yeah. So there's three slash four. Yeah. That's what right. <laughs> and Phil says to Rose, are we done, baby? And she says, no, daddy, we're just getting started. And then the credits hit. I've written, ah-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there is, eventually, after a long time, the post credit scene comes on. Yeah. All it is, is Walter's chair, and then a hand grabs the top of yeah. it. And they desperately tease a sequel that is not coming. The Walter <laughs> franchise. <laughs> and that's the end of the film. And it's a real shame, because that last five minutes fucked the whole thing up. Yeah, mate, it, yeah, totally. I like I say this isn't a good film, but I was, I was at least it was trying something a bit this different. Is, yeah, this isn't a bad film. This is a decent uh, it, horror film. It was, it's, it was, it felt to me like this was the movie equivalent of just throwing everything at the wall yeah. and seeing what stuck. Yeah, and some of it did, some of it absolutely didn't. <laughs> like I say, it had tried something a bit different. Probably the best thing about this was that pre-credits. Yeah, sequence, uh, right and 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 then that whole the ending bit with stupid Beverly. <laughs> the twist is really good because you do not see that with Rose coming. I, well, I didn't see it coming that she was I, a ghost all along. I, I got it a little bit before. Did you? But but it was yeah. only because like, but I was along for the ride with it. Yeah, I was like, yeah, well, that's stupid, but fine, I'll, uh, get, I'll go with it. But I thought it was going to be Phil. Yeah, it was always Phil. Yeah. But Walter's Walter turning from the creepy bad guy to the anti-hero almost at the end. I never thought it was Walter though. That, no, I didn't. At any point, no. that didn't work for me. No, um, that was always the the fake. But as a neat little horror film, it works really well. And if he'd have got rid of Rose at the end, then that'd have been the end of the film. It's a neat little horror film. There's no Good issue story. with it. But the minute Beverly said, "No, don't kill her. She's a little girl," even though she knew she was a dead ghost demon girl, yeah, <laughs> fucked it completely. Fucked it. Fucked the whole film. And it was unnecessary. And it, they only did it because they thought, oh, we might get a sequel out of this. It's got Val Kilmer in it. Yeah. And it's a real shame because they fucked that whole film. I'll tell you what, though. I, I would take this a million times over in... Uh, He's out there. Yeah. Yeah. Which was... Well, it's like I say... Was it's just, a better horror film. It's a, yeah, it's a better but, horror film. But you understand why I, I didn't like that because it was just mean and horrible yeah. and uh, not entertaining. And not original and boring. Yeah. And... and but this is, it is stupid. It's completely ridiculous, but it's kind of fun. Yeah. Um, it's got, it's got a few good jumps in it. Val Kilmer's quite good value in it. He's, yeah. he's playing a, a certainly not the worst. A, like like I say, a, a Romany guy, you know, but he's, he's all craggy and it, it's quite interesting to yeah. watch him. I think he genuinely is, looks like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, he's, he's had a lot of issues with illness yeah. and stuff, hasn't he? Yeah. Do you have throat cancer? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Because in the snowman, he can barely talk at all. So he's yeah. got a voice back at least now. But yeah, it's it's ninety minutes long. It breezes past. Yeah, and then it just completely it's fucks a, it. At it's the a end. fun little watch, but they fuck it up completely, yeah. and it's such a shame. It's weird. It's odd. It's um, it's it, almost it's like just, somebody's it's, gone. It's interesting. It's almost like they've got to the very end of filming, and somebody's gone. Oh, do you know we might get a sequel out of this? And they've got to change the end. Yeah, we've not done enough twists. <laughs> we've not done enough twists. There's, there's we need like to keep all these characters alive. Four please. twists in this. Yeah, the there end. is. And it's like, don't kill any characters off. Nobody gets killed in the whole film. Apart from the two in the opening scene. We don't know what happened to Vandell. Maybe he did. 
None of our main characters. No, all of our main characters yeah, survive. Yeah, that's what do. I'm getting at. Yeah. It's such a shame. It really is a shame. They fucked it. Uh, I, I would put this as a um, a, a good shit film. <laughs> yeah, it's a decent shit film. Yeah, it's not. A, I don't think it's a hidden gem. I don't think no, they no, successfully no. found a hidden gem there. And I wouldn't. I don't think I would recommend it to anyone. I would. I would. I would say, you know, this is a laugh. It's not supposed to be a laugh. <laughs> but I, I wouldn't say go out your way. No, and it's no just no only way. because of the last five minutes. Because if they'd have had it a decent ending on it, it might have been all right, and I probably would have. And it's a shame. Anything else? Or do you want to move on to the trivia section? No, I think I'm... You ready? Super doubt. This is all about you this week. If you get this right and I get it wrong, you've won the whole season. Oh, yeah. What is it? Nine, six. six, And we've got three to play. Yeah. Okay. Do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? Uh, I can go first. Okay. Um, Can you tell me the room number that the teacher... No. Teacher and Brad. It's mentioned quite a few times. Uh, the teacher and Brad were in, and later the two ladies moved into. It's the one where Phil gets sent to do the lock. If I don't get this right, I cannot come back. You have won. Oh, right. Okay. Let me just check. I've written it down. <laughs> I'm sure I have. I it's mentioned it. quite a few times. Go on. You give it a guess. I'll give you a clue. It's a number and then a letter. How many digits in the number? Two digits in the number. <laughs> And then number came into my head instantly, and I don't think it's right. Is it 27B? You are not a million miles away. But I'm not right. It is 38C. <laughs> Damn it. So that makes... I can't get more than six. Well, I, can, I can't get more than eight now. Okay. Because I've got six, and there's only two episodes left, but you've already got nine. Yes. So you have won the season. Congratulations. Thank you. Bastard. Um, we can play for We're going to keep playing. A couple of times... Johnson mentions a couple of times in this film that the building was originally the headquarters of a company yeah. that was converted into an apartment block do you know the name of the company that owned the building originally I don't, I, it's something investment and loans close but, yeah, but i don't know he says it twice for some reason he says it twice and i don't know why he definitely i can remember him saying it on the tour at the yeah start. he said it to phil and then he said it again but i can't remember yeah. when he said it i don't i'm not sure what the name of it is though it's is it like um <laughs> is it like Ghostly investment. That's, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. No, it's not. It's Peter Moore Savings and Loans. Right, okay. But you were close. You got loans, right, at least. So, congratulations. Who's Peter Moore? Is I that it? I Douglas Brother. Okay. Congratulations, you've won the season there. We've Thank you. Here. We'll keep doing it. I'd for say next. it was never in doubt, but um, it was <laughs> definitely in doubt. It was at one point, but you've got like eight in a row? Oh, well, before today, I think. Yeah. yeah, mental. Good run. Biding my time, that's all it was. Definitely. Should we talk about the stream table? Yeah, let's. Which sort of area of the stream table am I looking at? I would suggest uh, we're looking down the bottom somewhere. <laughs> Certainly not at this top end. Well, I know where it goes. Well, instantly. Yep. Straight in. Go yep. on then. Uh, go up. <laughs> go up. Wow. Uh, well, it's, it's, for me, it's um, it's between the resort and he's out there. It's definitely better than he's out there. Yeah, I can't. It's not lower than that. No way. No, it's not. You're right. It's not. I think I think it slots in there. I think it slots in there perfectly. I think you're right. I just, clear it's a clear place for it I would he's out, it's definitely better than he's out there and it's not as good as the resort yeah so that's probably the easiest one we've ever done <laughs> I, just, I just think it's yeah no no it's debate like really. built for it isn't it yeah yeah just put it there, there you straight go. in that was easy <laughs> quick painless so below the resort and above he's out there so what's that 16th yeah 16th 16th for the super 16 out of 23 yes yeah 
that just leaves us with one last thing to do. Do you want to pick next week's film? Sure do. The ultimate film of the season. Let's do it. Right, I'm going to press the button. Are you ready? Sure. It has picked a film called The Last Laugh. Okay. Or The Last Laugh. <laughs> Depending how posh we're feeling. Depending how posh we are. Um, let me just look it up on IMDb and I'll see what it says. The Last Laugh. The Last Laugh. Oh, recent. The, the Last Laugh was from 2019. Oh, wow. Mere months old. Do you want to know the synopsis? I sure do. When retired talent manager Al Hart is reunited with his first client, Buddy Green, a comic who quit showbiz 50 years ago, he convinces Buddy to escape their retirement community and hit the road for a cross-country comedy tour. Right, okay. <laughs> wow. Would I you mean... like to know the two main characters in this film? Uh, yes, Two please. main actors in this film. Yes, please. This film stars Chevy Chase. Okay. And Richard Dreyfuss. Okay. And Andy McDowell. Right. How is this at the bottom of the screen? Okay, that is um, certainly very different. Richard Kind's in it as well. Oh, I like him. Yeah, he's great. This is... We haven't done a comedy for ages. We haven't done many comedies in this I season. Mean, it feels like it skews towards a bit of an older audience, but I'll give it a <laughs> go. Definitely. Do you want to watch the trailer? Yeah, let's do it. And what better way to show you the grounds of Palm Sunshine than to have one of our residents give you a tour? Buddy? Al Hart. Ah, you got old. Me? That's how I didn't recognize you. You look like a mummy. Buddy was my first client ever. He's one of the funniest up and comers. I booked him everywhere. I get the call. From Ed Sullivan? Every comic stream. What happened? I became the podiatrist. You gave up show business for feet? Yep. You don't miss it. What? Why not let me get you a few gifts? I retired 50 years ago. What a great comeback story. Okay, hit it. Ten dollars, they won't make it to Glendale. We'll, we'll play Chicago or Vegas. I'm gonna book you on the Tonight Show. He's making a comeback, buddy. Green. I decided to do it for the laughs. No one's laughing. Poor guy hasn't gotten laid since he made parole. <laughs> and by the way, nice mullet. Do you even have an act? I never had an act. I got 50 years of jokes. My wife loves sex. Her favorite position was the missionary position. That's where she's in bed on her back. And I'm in Africa. By the time we get to New York City, you're going to be in top form. Have you heard from Carson's people yet? Not yet. And you're two hosts behind. What brings you to Kansas City? I'm on tour. I knew you were a rock star. Grandpa's still got game. Dad, I'm just supposed to be thrilled that you found yourself at 80? Yes. Meow. Yeah, buddy. Thanks. It's what I do. Oh, no. What? What? Holy shit. I will buy pot for you. I will buy you a brick of Maori whoopee. Hey, what's up? Listen, uh, you look like some pretty cool dudes. I'm just looking to score a little bit of Mary Jane pot. And stay in school. Occasionally, these elderly male actors do films like this, don't they? Yeah. I watched one the other week. <laughs> Did you? Um, with Morgan Freeman and Alan Alda and Las Michael Vegas. Caine. Is it Las Vegas? No, it's they're like, they do a bank robbery. Oh, um, oh, what's it called? Yeah, I've seen it. Zach Braff directed it. Yeah. I can't remember what That's it's called. That's really bugged me, but I've seen it as well. It was, it was all right. Yeah, it was all right. Um, that looks all right. It had 
the girl out of Wish Upon in it. She played Michael Caine's granddaughter. Oh, really? Yeah. Check out our episode on Wish Upon <laughs> from season one. I can't remember what it's called. I want to say it was called like The Last Job or something like that. Yeah, it is called something like that. Yeah. I don't know. I'll find out and I'll insert a voice clip of me saying the name of the film <laughs> okay, robotically. Or right we'll just admin it next week. Going in style. Uh, yeah, that looks all right. That's Chevy Chase and Richard Dreyfus. I look, Chevy Chase, I, I, I've I, said before, I, Community, I think, is like the best sitcom ever. And he's good in that. Um, it looks a bit so more we'll lighthearted see. than we've been used to these last few we'll weeks. See. Apparently he's an absolute knobhead. Yeah, I've though. heard that. <laughs> I have heard that. See if we can find some Chevy Chase stories for next week. Let's do it. Cool. So yeah, go out and watch The Last Laugh before next week and we'll be back next week to talk about it. Cheers. Thanks. Bye.